0: One day we'll have intro music, but, like, not today. Alright, hello, hello, welcome to Don't Quote Me On That. I'm Kalina. I'm Eleanor. And this is the show where we are still workshopping a new tagline. Mm-hmm. But...
1: It's this the show where we do whatever we want.
0: Yeah. I I think that's the, the most honest one.
1: Yeah. We can't the put ourselves into too tight of a box.
0: Yeah. The other alternative is fact-checking us for suckers, and I just think that's a bit aggressive.
1: Well, that's that's not necessarily our tagline, that's just the universal truth that we all have to accept.
0: <laughs> anyway.
1: But I'm not a politician, I don't have to be right all the time.
0: That, and even I then. We should be politicians they're not. in the universe.
1: I think we could be, They we, like, you know how sometimes they let dogs be mayor? Like, they could do that <laughs> to us for like a week
0: yeah yeah but didn't they have like oh i think there was like some youtuber who became the mayor of some place called like hell michigan or something like that we should do we could do something like that we
1: could do that made yeah.
0: illegal to be straight you guys know what i'm talking about
1: yeah um elijah daniels look i gave you all the information i have okay i'm pretty sure it's him and anyway, also he got like a fake that. tattoo of a slur right here
0: oh which... well i didn't know that part of the story
1: well, it was like a it, it was the f-word which he's gay, so I I I think the rule is he's allowed to say it. But like also it's just a questionable fake tattoo. I think it's also like up for debate whether or not it's fake, but like it, I'm pretty sure it's fake. Cuz that was his rapper name. His lap, his rapper name was like Lil Lil F-word, I think. Again, fact-checking is for suckers. So that's what I remember.
0: Anyway, moving swiftly on from that mess <laughs> very quickly today we're doing another album swap because we're out of ideas
1: we no, we're doing we're no we did the first album swap because we were out of ideas this this one we're doing because <laughs> we have to oh, you
0: know it's a two-parter anyway, come on i picked this album because eleanor picked the last album which if you haven't seen that go watch it or listen to it however you were consuming this consume that one the same way um mm-hmm. eleanor I have a question.
1: Well, I don't know. Do you have anything you want to say before we get started? Um, I, I, so the album I made Kalina listen to was like 15 songs. This album is seven songs and yes. I felt slighted. I thought that that was an attack, um, but I did appreciate it. And I'll be yeah. honest, I think time-wise the albums were probably pretty similar, like front yeah. time. Um, also this man is Canadian. What he the is hell Canadian. is that? Why is he I, Canadian? I mean, I know why US he's Scott Canadian, Hilden. but he can't be sounding like that and being Canadian at the same time.
0: That's what I Listen, my notes are, this man is Canadian. He's from that place I can never pronounce, but I think it's really cool. It's um, Saskatchewan. Yeah. I want to go there. That just, that's a okay. name. All right. It anyway, is a name. It's very, this, yes. The album we're talking about is called Imaginary Appalachia by Coulter Wall it's a um it's a country album it's technically it an e p a... oh yeah it is an e p it's a seven song e p um like, i don't know what the difference is. do you know how old he was when he released this <sighs> like based on his voice, how old do you think this man is
1: i mean based on his voice, I thought he was like a like a like a good a good adult
0: you know yeah, he was um he was twenty when he put this album out.
1: He, he's gone through too much. (laughs) He
0: sounds like, my favorite thing is if you ever watch any of his videos, the comments on it are like, this man sounds like he smoked up a train or something. Like weird stuff because, or like he's Johnny Cash reincarnated. He's got this very, very deep voice and that's what, that's what drew me to it first. I dabble in country music. I am someone who listens to everything. I do like country music. I think this is my favorite kind of country music. I think it's like technically called Appalachian country or something along those lines. I don't have the Wikipedia page in front of
1: me either, um, but... I'm on, I'm on the Genius website, so I have the lyrics, so I remember the songs. Um, this is just about the first song, not the whole album, but I feel like it might fit the whole album. It's called Dark Americana.
0: Yeah, I like that sort of country. Or, like, I also like outlaw-y sort of country. Like, um, mm-hmm. if anyone knows Big Iron, um, he does a cover of Big Iron, and then I got, my, I got a video of my dad singing along to that in the car, which I think is the funniest thing ever, because my dad is... Um, from Jamaica, and he was, like, singing Big Iron with his whole chest, but, um, uh, I like this kind of country music, I think this guy is really, really smart, Mm -hmm. and I think for his first album, um, or EP or whatever, I think for the first thing he, like, put out, I think it's really good, and I definitely think it, um, sums him up very nicely.
1: Um, and for those who don't know, and I'm sharing this not because I had to Google it, okay, just... Just jot that down. Jot that down. Um, Appalachia is a a region of the United States that kind of stretches from, I think, like, Pennsylvania-ish to, like, Alabama-ish. Yeah. I think it's mountains. Appalachia it, like, Yeah. I don't know what mountains. Like, yeah, I, I know on one like, mountain, it. and cause it's because it's in my backyard. There's mountains there. <laughs> Um, it's like West Virginia, um, M- Mountain Mama.
0: You're not wrong. but like, <laughs> not right either, you know?
1: Anyway, my first thought was, I think the idea... I think Imaginary Appalachia is just a really cool title.
0: I, I love that title. That's why I picked this one. That's part of the reason I did pick this album over his other stuff, or this EP over his other stuff. I thought the title... I think the title goes also very well with
1: the, the songs, just mm-hmm. in the, um, the So the first song, it's called Sleeping on the Blacktop. Um, I listened to this album at work uh, a couple times all the way through. The first, like, 15 seconds of this song, I was like, Kalina, this is the wrong album. Kalina did not give me the right <laughs> album.
0: I debated surely,
1: <laughs> surely there is no way. <laughs> uh, but then I went back, and I looked, and there was a way, um, and then I kept listening to it, and then I was like, you know what, I, I get, it. get it, Man. I got it. It's a, good, it's a nice album. It, it is nice. Um.
0: I forgot to take notes on this song, so you, you go ahead.
1: Oh, I didn't take any notes, we're just, we're just flying.
0: Right. I got the lyrics in front of me, so we'll work off of that.
1: Uh, yeah, um, I like the way this one sounds, I think, um not to like give men too much credit but um i think men using the word darling is one of the best things to happen to the human race um i also i know the song was just really fun
0: I i like i think instrumentally i think his music for all of his songs are all in the same line, but they're very, they're very fun, but also very, I think, moving at the same time mm-hmm. somehow. I think he does There's the, the,
1: the, the second verse, right? A, uh, one of, it's a businessman with a needle and spoon, coyote chewing on a cigarette. And I think that, that, you know, puts you, puts you right in the mindset you need to be for the rest of the album <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I think I've said this a couple I said this a couple episodes ago but I really like like storytellers and I like people who can bring stuff to life and I think he does that fantastically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like the first line is sunshine beating on the good times moonlight raising from the grave and I, it literally just it almost transports you back in time first of all but like it really does set the scene for you and if you listen to it no matter what song you listen to first you'll set the tone for the rest of the album
1: mm-hmm yeah and yeah i agree darlin is just lovely mm -mm, um yeah i think look i i gonna shock you i don't know anything about growing up in the south um but based on what i've learned from movies and whatnot also this man's canadian so he doesn't know anything about growing up in the american south so i can talk about it too um uh (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I do think this kind of evokes what you would think living in the South is like.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Mostly because it says corn liquor.
0: Um, I love that line. That's my favorite line. He says, corn liquor tastes sweeter in this town. Could it be it's the same as the last? And then he says, I swear I've seen your face elsewhere before, just as familiar as a bottle in a glass. Just just the visuals are beautiful. They really are i
1: stand standing in my JCPenney cowboy hat (laughs) on.
0: I like, I like, I think in theory, I like the idea of like a Southern lifestyle, like a, Mm -hmm. like, like, but like an old fashioned Southern lifestyle, Southern romance, which in practice, I don't think would ever work for me as a person. I will be like, I know that for a (laughs) fact, but like, I think he draws on all the elements, the romanticized elements, um, Mm -hmm. and all the good elements of it, except for maybe one of the songs on this album, but I think, well, I mean, I don't.
1: I wouldn't necessarily say like good elements because I feel like he, he he straight up talks about a, a businessman doing heroin.
0: He does um, talk about murder a lot, so my mom won't let me listen to him anymore in her presence because she thinks I listen to it too much. But like he does kind of talk about, uh, well, yeah, maybe not the good elements, but I think he romanticizes maybe the little things. Like, yeah, not so much the man, the fact the man is doing drugs, but like. The the, like a mundane lifestyle you're romanticizing which i think yeah you gotta you gotta enjoy the little things maybe Mm -hmm. not drugs but the little things
1: maybe not drugs i mean maybe not like drugs you have to inject because i feel like those you you can't really kick those like Uh that's that's a line i mean you can you should it's a good idea um but like next song
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah what are your thoughts on the next song
1: um, this was my favorite song on the whole really? entire album. I loved this song. Um, so much. I-, I don't know if that's a great, um, I don't think that's great.
0: Mm-mm. I'm not allowed to listen to this song with my father in the house.
1: Uh, that's probably fair.
0: This song is called, um, Johnny Boy's Bones and it is, well, it may or may not be about a Confederate soldier who is dead. But, you know, sometimes people die and that's okay. Yes. My first note is this dude is Canadian for this song and um, I don't like the romanticization of the South during the Civil War. I think a lot of songs do this um, in my very brief devil into country music. I think there are songs that do this in, like, there's a good way, I think, to romanticize it and then a bad way, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I think he does this in the good way where he's not so much talking about, like, yeah, the South was right. Which, let me tell you, I'm, we almost had an argument with a lady on TikTok about that. <laughs> but, um... I think it's, like, the... The general idea of going off to war. And, like, this song is about someone who doesn't come home. And mm-hmm. I like... My favorite part of the song is you can't really tell who's singing. I always imagine it's his mother singing, but, like, it could be someone else. You know, according, his, his wife or something.
1: According to, like, the, the Genius interview, or... Th- website what have you this is about the dad but when i or the dad's like point of view Mm -hmm. but i always thought it was kind of like the the, his whole town talking about like that was my first idea that it was kind of everybody
0: yeah i like i like how you can you can look at it from all those ways and the lines still Mm -hmm. work um, but I think it. I think part of the reason it works. I said it was very visceral because he says um, in the in the song he said they're singing about this dead guy Johnny, right? And he says, "Don't he look fine and handsome?" My poor Johnny boy's bones. Like it's very personal to ever singing mm-hmm. the song. Yeah. And I like how grief kind of sharpens your focus. I kind of in the song, he doesn't. He's not like, "Oh my God, he's dead. What am I supposed to do?" It's more like, "Okay, how am I going to get him home to bury?" Him? Like you're just trying to take the next step. That's all he's focused on in the song.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This song did make me a little bit sad. Yeah. Because... So- and then you're like, I shouldn't be sad, but, uh... Do be dying.
0: <laughs> people do be dying. You heard yeah. it here first, folks.
1: Um, also, I just think it's unfair that Dixieland was co-opted by the Confederates, because that's objectively a cool name. Um, I would love to be able to use it, but I will. I will not be doing that.
0: I also said, um, what is it with country songs and guys named Johnny? Like, in The Devil Went Down to Georgia, it's Johnny that's playing the fiddle. And I just want to know, like, did everyone in the South just know a Johnny?
1: Probably. Probably. Well, it's, a, it's a solid name.
0: It's a general name. Anyone can be like, oh, yeah, old Johnny.
1: I don't think I know a Johnny. I know a John. Yeah, I don't
0: know, I know. anyone who goes by Johnny. I know, I know some Johns, but no John. Jeez. No, I can't think of any Johnny's that I know. Well, we're not from the south. If you don't guessed true. that already,
1: I mean, you're from. I think some people might argue that some parts of Florida are south, but not I'm your not, part.
0: But I'm not from the yeah. I always had to when I was um when I, I used to work at this job where we had a lot of tourists come through, and I always had to explain that Florida was like in the south, but we're not the south, like the northern half of Florida. Yeah, but like down where I am, no. Definite, there's a definite divide. Like when you drive up to Georgia, you can kind of tell when you cross
1: the line into the South. I think in Arizona, like we have, like we have Tombstone, and we had a lot of cowboys back in the day. But I think it'd be, I think it'd be very bold to call us the South. Um, however, you're yeah, I mean, I think there are definitely some areas of Arizona that are, you know, quintessentially like, Southern. Like but like Winslow,
0: Arizona. It's a girl, my lord, in a flatbed Ford. Slowing down to take a look at me. Anyway,
1: that's all for this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Well, that's all <laughs> for me. I gotta go. we will remain and talk about the Eagles for another forty-five minutes.
0: And be very um, easy. We don't want that.
1: But anyway, my dear sweet grandfather, he's from Texas, and I've been oh. to Texas a couple times. So, like, I, I know a little bit about the south
0: eleanor's grandfather is like the most quintessential american grandfather my grandfather is by no means american so when i think of like nice old grandpa that's american i met, I met eleanor's grandfather i was like that's what i had in my head uh, he's mm-hmm. a great guy he gave me a belt even though i told that's him not true. to give me the belt and he's he just sounds enough southern that it has great
1: oh my goodness when we go to texas for like two months after it doesn't matter how many days we could be there for a weekend and for like the next two months homeboy is talking like he never left crawford <laughs> um crawford is the tiny town in texas he is from his graduating class like 10 people in it yeah. his anyway, father Highland was, was the principal it. and the math teacher so like oh, if aching. you ever if you ever wonder
0: <laughs> <Aching>.
1: <laughs> uh no it's not It's not, it was not the cheating. 50s. So. Oh,
0: fair enough. Oh, everything was cheating then. Yeah. Next song.
1: Anyway, I think Johnny Boy's Bones is one of my favorites. I think it might be my favorite. I'm
0: surprised. I thought you were going to hate that song. I, I like, love that to? song.
1: No, I love that song. And I think the idea, like what you were talking about, like, like how when you're so, when you're like knee deep in grief, the only thing you can focus on is like what practically what to do next um which is brought to you by me having to call the funeral home when my uncle died
0: (laughs) next (laughs) uh the next
1: song had a lady in it and i didn't like it well i didn't like the lady i i yeah
0: he I, i always get this song he also has another song um called fraulein i think with um that tyler child's childers fella don't quote me on that he's also a country singer um but he has another song that's kind of like in the similar vein they're singing about a lady which i think is cute um and that song makes me sad because i don't think there's any universe in which i would be considered someone's fraulein um oddly enough Klena, i don't even
1: to- know what word you're saying
0: it's like a it's it's like a German word for a lady, but they sing about how the lady's like blonde-haired and German and blue-eyed, and I don't know if you've seen me. Li- I don't recently. like that. I don't look like that. Um, but the song the song's cute, and this is this is the first song. Well, I guess Johnny Boyne's Bones, but this guy sings about death a lot. Um, and he he has a couple songs where he actually kills someone in the song, but those are my favorite songs of his. As you it's, do like, storytelling wise, they're great. And back to the whole I, outlaw country thing
1: I will say um, this had one of my favorite lines in the album which is the grave in the garden won't be satisfied till your name is next to mine
0: yeah it took me a while to figure out what this song was about because I wasn't sure what he was saying mm-hmm. um, and I thought I, I I knew the girl was dead but like I wasn't sure what hit, what the point was basically he's saying how you know they had this great love and the the world won't the world won't be satisfied till they're dead and next to each other because they're meant to be together. Mm -hmm. but i i like um i'll be home just any old time but home is heaven i presume
1: i think home is wherever he can be with caroline again
0: yeah
1: um and if caroline was anything like johnny boy she might not be in heaven i don't think confederates go to heaven (laughs) um anyway this made me think a lot about how like couples will buy dual grave plots yeah, I think I think for a while I might be wrong on this, but I think for a while my great grandma, like her name was on a no, that's not right because he's buried somewhere else. But like there are there are gravestones where it's you know the guy there's a guy and a girl's name and one of them has a death date and one of them just has a birth date and like I don't I don't think I could live regularly knowing my name was already on a gravestone. I feel like that would mess me up just a titch. <laughs> I, uh, I don't believe I know in, what my next stop was
0: <laughs> i don't believe in getting like being buried um mm-hmm. but if i i talked about we talk about this because my my cousin just passed away and they had bought like a plot for her and then they bought the plots next to it so they could like her parents so they could be buried with her and i was like that's like weird because like what if i get married and go off are right? you gonna have to bring my body back to florida because i already paid for this plot in the ground anyway i don't believe in burial just as a concept so
1: yeah i don't i don't know i i don't like it it kind of
0: i want to i want to be um set set a light on a boat is my my dream way to go out vikings okay put me on a boat you push me in the ocean you shoot an arrow on fire onto the boat then i then i'm done right because like what do you what do you need my body to sit in the ground for that's so many steps kalina that's just, like, a lot. Okay, here, here's the steps me. for getting buried, okay? You gotta have a viewing. You gotta put me in casket. Yeah, but no, my casket. argument you isn't you should casket. be
1: buried. My argument is you should be cremated. You know what I the rules cremated. for that are? In the hatch.
0: Okay, but look, I want to be cremated and then have my ashes spread on the ocean, so I'm just cutting out the middleman and just cremate me on the ocean. You see? But,
1: like, I don't think legally you can do a Viking funeral in the ocean.
0: I'm not worried about legality.
1: Well, somebody needs to be.
0: If we go far enough out, what are they going to do? They're going to come rescue my dead body that's on fire. Oh, you're going to make us go
1: on a seven-day cruise with your body?
0: (laughs) No. Uh Uh-uh. I'm saying, you take a little boat out, right, early in the morning. You set it on fire. If someone comes to stop the fire, you're going to be like, well, she's dead. She was dead when the boat was on fire. What are they going to do? Rescue my dead body. Just think about this logistically.
1: They're going to arrest? Well, I guess you have to go far enough that you're not in, like, you have to be in, like, international waters. And you can't do that on a day trip, I don't believe.
0: And guess what? That's not my problem because I'm dead. That's their problem to figure out. That's not that's not a me thing. That's a you <laughs> thing. <laughs> See? Do I have to plan your funeral now? I don't know. But if you're there, I hope you're involved. Oh, also,
1: if I die first, which, like, just given I probably will, don't let anybody call it a celebration of life. That's dumb.
0: Oh, no. Just call it a funeral okay because um my dream <laughs> this doesn't sound good but if, no it doesn't um, if one of my parents well God, when, when, when one of my parents passes away I'm not gonna tell anyone and so I'm just gonna wait for someone to call me and be like hey I haven't heard from your mom in a while and i be like oh yeah she's uh she's resting is what she said I should say <laughs> go yeah she's resting uh I don't know when she'll be when she'll be back but I'll definitely have her contact you <laughs> And then you just never tell anybody. People don't know, even know your business, okay? Also, when I get married, I don't want anyone to come. So I'm going to get married somewhere <laughs> very far away. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the song is called Caroline. <laughs> and it's very cute. Um, he uses um, the word doth, though, which is just confusing uh, to hear.
1: Yeah, he does. It's a, a little bit confusing.
0: Going, There's a place where the sun doth shine. I'm like, dude, what, what era are we in? No, it doesn't.
1: It just shines like
0: let it. Hey, no, Caroline's definitely in heaven. I'm reading the lyrics here, and he says, "There's a place where the yeah. sun shine, and the birds keep time with the pines up a yonder. That's the home of my Caroline. She's dancing in the sky." You're right. Caroline is in heaven. She's. But then she's he might be going to hell because he's talking about old chains pulling him back down. So I'm. I think they're going to different places.
1: I think they're just pulling him down to, d- to d- death. Earth?
0: Anyway, he said he'll be home. Anyway, this song there's not much to talk about. It's a song about how Caroline has died and he's gonna be home. And he basically they just repeat the same verse and chorus over and over again. Yeah, he is
1: a little bit repetitive, but this is a this is a nice song. I don't like that there's a lady in it because I don't, I don't think we need ballads with a lady and a dude at the same time.
0: I um, used to feel that way about. Uh, I don't know if you remember the song, but it was like. Say something by I think a great big world and it was ah uh, yeah and pink and they had it was no the worst re- no, song it in the world. Aguilera. No, was reasonable. it Christina Aguilera? Yeah, if they gave her a verse, I wouldn't have minded her being there, but she just came in to sing the chorus with them, which didn't make any sense. I'm pretty sure it's Christina Aguilera. Yeah, you're right. Selena's uh, right. Christina Aguilera. I just remembered it popped up on my YouTube the other day, so I just remembered. But Or um, he like, says... sorry, what go was ahead. it? There.
1: Sorry. There's that five seconds of summer song. I think it's lie to me, where they put Julia Michaels oh, on it for like the third remix of the song, and they she horrible. just like sang one of their things again. Yeah,
0: I'm like, we, don't... we like ladies here. At don't quote me on that, as you can if you couldn't tell. Big fan of the ladies. Don't need to put them in everything. I think we do. Should we like ladies... women.
1: We, working re- no. I'll be honest, working retail has made me a misogynist. And, like, that's only half a joke. Like, every single time I have a customer who's a... Like, look, I'll, my worst, like, men customers, they'll just say something gross. Like, I had a guy once ask me if... Basically, he asked me if the carpets matched the drapes and made a joke about checking. Um... But, like, women will sit there and scream at me for 15 minutes because we don't have the foundation that they want. And, like, just say something creepy and leave. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But in general, we support and love women on this show.
0: (laughs) We're feminists. Um, But... Also, like, and also with guys, at least as a lady, you're, you're, you, you might get a creepy guy, but you also might get a guy that's really nice. Whereas a lady's not necessarily gonna be nice to me. Like, you know how a guy like might call, might call you sweetheart or something or help you with something. That you you'll get that to balance out the creepy dudes. We don't have there's no equivalent into that for the ladies. Ladies ain't aren't doing that.
1: I will say, like old old ladies are really nice.
0: Old ladies are lovely.
1: Or like, um, I had a customer a couple weeks ago basically they put me in a different department this has just turned into me telling stories about work Mm -hmm. um like they put me put me in a department that i have absolutely no familiarity with like i was no idea what i was doing and then a customer was like i need help with this and i was like that's good i don't know what i'm doing but she worked in another location and she like walked me through it and she was like you're okay like calm down like that was nice that was nice sometimes sometimes ladies can be nice we're gonna put Mm -hmm. that on a shirt
0: And then we're going to get canceled, but
1: we'll live off of the shirt money. So it's fine. But it's fine. Well, no, no, no. We can't be canceled for it. Because if we're canceled by ladies, then that just makes us liars. And, like, that's not a good look.
0: True,
1: true, true. Like, ladies can't be upset about a shirt that says sometimes we're nice. Because then that means they're not nice. Kalina's going to have to do a lot of editing this week.
0: Head hurt. So next song. Next Cute. Got to the point. Next song, it's called Living on the Sand. It sure is. I like his song titles, but some of them are confused. Like, Johnny Boy's Bones makes sense. Caroline makes sense. Sleeping on the Blacktop, what is he talking about? Isn't a blacktop like what they call a basketball thing?
1: I think blacktop is like asphalt.
0: Yeah, isn't... uh, Okay, have you ever played... Okay, never mind. I know the answer to that question. You have not played basketball outside. (laughs) Have you ever seen... Like, a basketball court outside. Isn't it asphalt? I played on one in France that was asphalt, so...
1: Um, let's see. Apparently, blacktop and asphalt are technically different things, but pretty much the same thing. Oh.
0: uh, So, yeah, yeah, like... I I, I played on blacktop in France, and then this kid was running laps around me. He was about half my age. But it was hot outside, and then my knee hurt, so... Anyway, next song.
1: Anyway, next song. Living on the Sand. Um... I'll be honest, I don't remember this song very well. I remember the first line of this song.
0: It's um, okay. I will give you a dramatic reading of the lyrics right now. Ready? It's, leave them, them lights as they are. Yep. And keep your clothes on. I've had more than my fill of whiskey and women and good-hearted villains, but there's a wickedness in me still. That's the first verse. Again, he, he's um kind of outlaw-y, a little dangerous, because uh, the next verse says, keep that gun locked away, locked away boy, while well, you know you're an angry young man. Going in town with six rounds, you're sure to be hell bound. That house you've got is built on the sand. Oh, that makes sense. I guess basically everything he's built is slipping away from him slowly. Mm -hmm. Like his sanity based on the rest of the lyrics.
1: Um, He does, I will say, he does a really good job of um, just like sprinkling sprinkling in a little bit of religious iconography or like religious Mm -hmm. metaphor, simile, what have yous figurative mm-hmm. religious language um, in this one he says don't look twice at that bottle you'll claim that Jesus turned water into wine'll mm-hmm.
0: um, and, and then he says you'll be wishing that wine you were drinking was water when you're jumping the bridge in the night I I like again I think he does a very good job of constructing a story, but I also think he kind of leaves the ending kind of open to interpretation mm-hmm. like you know it's not a good ending. But, like, also, at the first part of the song, you think the guy is going to do something to the town, and then it sounds like he's going to do something to himself instead. So I kind of think... And back to the... Also back to the romanticizing, the mundane aspects of life. I wouldn't call it romanticizing, but I think he, like... He doesn't write songs about great big group themes. He writes songs about individuals who, like, have... You know, are struggling with things, I think. Mm-hmm. I think And, like, the things in general you could probably relate to. I don't think everyone can relate to, yeah, let me shoot up my town, but like the kind of feelings of like everything you built slipping away and you're, you're
1: not quite yeah. sure what to
0: hold on to. Um,
1: shoot yeah. Up your town. Especially when he says, I've lost all my patience. I'm wasted on waiting on making my next mistake. And like, I feel like that's good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. It's like, it's a good, and everything's crushing down on you, but at least you, you, you have...
0: he says it don't take much to guide my hand so like kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back like there's not much Mm -hmm. left in you that you're you're willing, willing to hold on for anyway i think i think just storytelling wise and lyrically he's he's a genius i think he does a very good job of that
1: yeah lyric he can he crafts really nice worlds within songs and i feel like we've had a couple examples or at least maybe one good example like machine gun kelly where he g- he like stuck with a good theme throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing but i feel like uh mr mr wall he uh i don't know he could he, he he makes nice little worlds within his songs
0: i always imagine it as like an old like western like a movie in a western sort of town um mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, a town in a Western movie is what I'm trying to say. Um, but, like, yeah. different individuals within that. Not necessarily all at the same time period, but, like, different people who pass through the town, the stories can be about. That's how I always picture it. The next song is my favorite.
1: Oh, Which I'm sure okay. would be
0: shocking to everybody. Uh, this song is...
1: <laughs> oh. Uh, the name of the song is Ballad of a Law-Abiding Sophisticate. Which is, is a, a it's a it's a big name for a song that came out in twenty fifteen. I will be That's honest. It's a lie
0: when you look at the lyrics.
1: Yeah. The first
0: um, time I heard the song, what drew me in was the the first line, which is "So marry me to a rope in a tree," and it just kind of goes downhill after that. I'm, yeah, I'm it does up. I this is the
1: this is one of the first songs where I had to Google something. Um, I had to Google. The last line of this song, we're going to give it away. I'm pretty sure he murdered this guy. Um, Is It was worth it to see that boy cut from the knees. Um, And at first I was like, that's a weird way to off somebody. But apparently that just means to um, humiliate them or force them to do what you want. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, kind of like cut them down a peg, you know, or take them down Mm -hmm.
1: a peg. He also said he closed his eyes for good.
0: Yeah, Should my mom I also doesn't stop. like this song, yeah. funnily enough.
1: I couldn't imagine why. This is. Homeboy kills somebody and then gets <laughs> gets, gets death penaltyed.
0: Yeah, I said what I like about this song, and he doesn't. You know how sometimes the song, like the lyric, the song's really happy and the lyrics are really sad? Whereas mm. here, I don't think it's that stark of a difference. In this song specifically, yes, he does sound very gleeful in this song, where he's like, yeah, I killed this guy because he talked to him. He stared at me wrong, right? But I think in general, his songs. They're like they have very swelly music, but they the themes are very somber. Um, Mm -hmm. but I, oh, and then I said Eleanor and I like cowboys, but in different ways. I I'm more of an outlaw, desperado, wild west kind of gal. Eleanor is not. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Look, I, I think I've said this before, unfortunately, and I will say it again. I I like the idea. I like the cowboy aesthetic. I think cowboys are nice. It couldn't be a Republican cowboy. It'd have to be a leftist cowboy, and I would be all for that. Like, I saw this cowboy hat on a man who I'm in love with now, and it was black, and it had, like, a silver chain right here. And, like, did I speak to him for zero minutes? And, yeah. Am I in love with him? because of the cowboy hat that's not important but it had a yeah. chain on it and like i could get behind that
0: i like a riding horse to escape the sheriff kind of cowboy like old timey <laughs> whatever the eagles had going on in their desperado album that is that's peak cowboy okay. for kalina okay that's it anyway i think this song is genius <laughs> basically he says um you see, I did not much care for the way that he'd sit in glare, so he closed his eyes for good with a barroom chair. And I think I think part of the reason this song, to me, is so funny almost is because, you know, normally you'd like, oh, I shot the guy or whatever. He just beat this kid to death. He just beat him to death with a, with a chair.
1: chair. Which, we've all been there.
0: have we?
1: I've have. been there. <laughs> I haven't done it, but like...
0: I, I can see where he's coming from. You know what I mean?
1: I could give you a short list of people who I think might meet this end if they ever ran into Mr. Wall.
0: <laughs> um, And I do like he mentioned Appalachia here. I hope we're saying that mm-hmm. word right. But he said, so going to lay my poor bones past Appalachian stones far beneath that cold ground all alone. So like he's like, oh, but like so basically he's talking about how the town ganged up and they're all very happy. He's going to get hung because he killed this guy. And he's like, yep, great. I'm happy. I'm listening. It was worth it. It was, it was well, worth, well it. worth it. I'm going to go be dead now, but it was okay. I like, yeah, I've been there. A little bit. Anyway, this is my favorite song. I think it's short, sweet, to the point. Tells a story beginning to end.
1: Mm hmm. Uh, let's see. This song is the next song called Nothing with, a, with an sad. apostrophe instead of a G. Um,
0: yeah. This song makes me sad, and I can't listen to it too many times in a row.
1: This is a cover, it says, which I did not know until right now.
0: Yeah, it's a Townes Van Zandt, I think. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. Um, I listened to it on loop. when I, There was one essay I was writing, and this was the only song I listened to for the entire essay. Like, <laughs> let's not look into that too deeply. No. <sighs> I like the opening line on this, too. He says, hey, mama, when you leave, don't leave a thing behind. And my theory in this song is that he, um, funnily enough, returning to the death thing, is he has just died and he's, like, talking to his mother.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: he says, um, I don't want nothing. I can't use nothing. Because, like, you know, you can't bring anything with you to the grave. And he says, if you see my friends, tell them I'm fine. Not using nothing.
1: Which you can't if you're dead.
0: It's kind of like, it's almost like that Drake song. Money, um, what is it called? Money in the Grave? The same, same thing, same concept. Drake has a song. I'll take like, your
1: word for that, but also <laughs> a not goes, a lot.
0: <laughs> he goes, when I die, I put my money in the grave. Because he's like, I'm taking it with me. Oh, you.
1: okay. That's fair then. Yeah. That's fair.
0: Yeah. I like to make some odd connections. so I thought that one was pretty... <laughs>
1: this song made me a little bit sad i only listened to
0: it once i will i I will
1: be honest with you
0: i know it's not his song but the lyrics are uh, he says almost burned out my eyes and threw my ears down to the floor and also brothers our troubles are locked in each other's arms and you better pray that they never find you because your back ain't strong enough anyway yeah that song sad good song yeah that's all i have to say about that
1: the last song also a good song.
0: I think if anyone knows a song by him, it would be this one.
1: Yeah. I When I googled him, this is the first song that came up.
0: Yeah. I um, said, um, this is if the devil went down to Georgia, went south for Johnny. Yeah. This, is, this is the other side of the devil went <laughs> down to Georgia.
1: <laughs> the devil took a wrong turn somewhere.
0: Um... Yeah, No, you do. I have no notes.
1: What are your notes? Uh, this song is called The Devil Wears a Suit and Tie. Mm-hmm. And it is about selling your soul for a music career. Which, um, I think it's a it's a good concept.
0: Mm-hmm. It works. Look, The Devil Went Down to Georgia is a good song for a reason.
1: It is it such works. a good song. Um. Have you
0: got yeah. the Nickelback cover of The Devil Went Down to Georgia? Because if you haven't, don't.
1: That sounds like way too many
0: things going on. I, I don't mind Nickelback, but that cover made me rethink that position. First of all, they changed uh, it from fiddle to guitar, and it was just no bad after that. Yeah,
1: This song made me think of um, Princess and the Frog.
0: Please elaborate. I, oh, is the I don't kid- know
1: if I can.
0: <laughs> okay, is the devil in this scenario the Dr. Facilier? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Prince Naveen is the guy who sells his soul, I guess? Well, I didn't get that far. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> I, I will be honest with you. I was like, oh, that other, that, that devil wear, wore, wore also funky clothes. So, you know.
0: Just, we're just, we're on the same wavelength. I picked it up. I got you. I got, I got yeah, you.
1: Yeah, exactly. No,
0: um, I, I think now that I've heard his other stuff, I don't think this is as good, but I get why it's his most popular song. I think it, I I think it, I think he's a lyrical genius, but he talks about how, (laughs) like, and again, he paints the scene for you. He says, um, don't you know the devil wears a suit and tie? I saw him driving down the 61 in early July. And like, I don't know about, and he talks about a cotton field. Like, I can feel the heat. Like, you're just standing around watching these cars zip down past stretches and stretches of field and nothingness.
1: Um the way this man said July made me fall in love with him just a little bit. I will be honest.
0: Well he's I'm not gonna try to eligible. say it the same way but like he's in our age range.
1: He is. He is. He's only what like four ish years older. Yeah.
0: And I like this might sound weird. I like songs with like devil sort of like they kind of person- personify the devil and I like mm-hmm. his version of the devil wearing like a white a crisp white suit and tie. I think that's... I like that a lot better than, like, a little man with horns, you know? Especially yeah. for, like, a southern setting, I think that makes sense. If some sharply dressed guy came up to you.
1: Yeah. I'd be like, a boy mm-hmm. driving a Cadillac in the middle of nowhere in Alabama. Yeah. Ole Miss is Alabama, isn't it? I'm gonna look it up. I'm pretty sure Ole Miss is Alabama. Never mind. I'm a big liar. It's, uh... <laughs> uh Mississippi. Mississippi. That would make sense, because... Not
0: so. I wasn't sure what if you am were I? saying Ole Miss, and then I was like, she can't be, because she said it's Alabama.
1: No, I was very confident, and I was wrong.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, so basically, the devil... Oh, and I like how he calls, again, back to the religious iconography sort of thing. He said, at the start of the song, he says, well, well Reverend, Reverend, please come quick,
1: because mm-hmm. I got
0: something to admit. I met a man out in the sticks basically the devil comes by and is like oh i can see you play the guitar well i'll teach you how to play the guitar really well um and then he sold his soul just to learn how to play the guitar which i would not advise bad idea don't make deals with strange men who show up in the middle of the south don't make deals with men in the south just in general probably um and then his um then his soul got carted off i suppose and i don't think the reverend could help him Eleanor, Sorry, I'm still trying to research. figure
1: out what what I was thinking of, but it looked. I think I was just wrong. Old Miss is just straight up Mississippi, and like maybe that's maybe that's my fault.
0: Yeah, but I don't think he said.
1: You no, know, he says I met a man out in the sticks of good old Miss.
0: Oh, see, okay, here what it says for me is I met a man out in the sticks, a good old Miss, like M I S S. But like I don't, I wouldn't know what that means either. Yours makes yeah, a I lot think of more sense.
1: This one says "of good old Miss," which is like good old, good old Mississippi, and nothing that else. Makes more sense. And that's the only uh, thing I ever thought it was.
0: <laughs> um, and like he talks about how, like uh, Eleanor said, he talks about how the guy where he's driving a Series Ten Cadillac and he wore a cigar on his lip, which I think is a great way to write that.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, just I don't know. I think the just an old guy, crisp suit, smoking a cigar, and this nice car in the middle of nowhere.
1: And he was like. Hey man, you want to be famous?
0: And the guy said yes. which you don't do?
1: Yeah, no. Uh. I mean, like there are only two options. If somebody, some stranger, come up, comes up to you and says, "Do you want to be famous?" He's either going to um, film you in in an act, or he's the devil.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm trying don't to agree. say it
1: the the nicest way possible.
0: Yeah, no, I saw you saw the gears working in your in your head there. That's uh, it gets a little bit repetitive. He sings the um the chorus a few times. He does. I I love the commitment to a theme, and I think his EP just as a whole was a commitment, like a concept album, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I feel like you could like especially because he calls it imaginary Appalachia, I feel like it's this this little town where like anything goes, and the town could be anywhere, you know. Agree. Okay. Um, one one good thing I think is that the album he released after this. I looked this up and he said it's 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 self-titled album he released after this and he said that was more autobiographical because I was a little worried just about him as <laughs> he doing too much at once. Yeah. and then I said that the song titles um, remind me of like Percy Jackson chapter titles. like there's just a lot a lot happening to decipher. And, like, when Mm -hmm. you listen to the song, oh, it makes sense. But, like, when you first read the song title, I'm like, what is living on the sand? Why is the devil wearing a (laughs) suit and tie? Who's Johnny? Why not? Why not? Anyway, those are my thoughts. I think this guy is great. You should listen to him.
1: Yeah, he was nice. I didn't think, you know, after 30 seconds, I was ready to decide that I hated it. But it's actually, it's nice. It's good.
0: Yeah, I debated picking it because, one, I don't think you would look at me and go, "Yeah, Kalina loves that album." <laughs> um, but I decided on it because I thought it was good. I thought, yeah, I thought if you like gave it a chance, you'd like it because we talk about these themes and like people who story tell a lot. I think I think it hit all the points we like in music just conceptually. Mm-hmm. And then I think he's got a cool voice. So, which one was your favorite, Kalina? Um, Ballad of a Law Abiding Sophisticate.
1: Okay. I think we're not gonna do a top three because that'd be half of the songs. <laughs> but I think, I think Johnny Boyd's Bones was my favorite
0: that's good um, there was one song I was wishing was on here which involves um, death again and a lady um, but maybe we'll do that in another episode if you want to hear it anyway don't argue with people on the internet about con- the confederate confederacy <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, just don't argue with people on the internet. I feel yeah, like Yeah, but be. I, I
0: just feel like that's unrealistic standards I'm setting. So like, just if you're going to avoid one topic, that should be the topic to avoid. If that's the only topic to avoid, I'm sure there's lots more. But that's that's my topic <laughs> right now. That's my topic right now. That's fair. And that's fair. Ladies are nice.
1: Yes. Also, Clean and Eleanor should probably not be allowed to talk about feminism ever.
0: That will be the last time for now. Uh, that I yeah. can promise you. That'll be the last time for the week.
1: I was going to say ever again, but I really don't think we got close enough this time to, to count.
0: So and we should week, keep it that way. We'll leave it alone. Yes. Tune in next week to see if we keep it up.
1: We won't. We're liars. I have been Kalina. And I have been Eleanor.
0: And this has been Don't
1: Quote Me On That, and we'll see you next week. We sure will, hopefully. Barring any major life events. Or natural disasters, or... Whatever.
0: One day we'll have outro music, but like, not today.